Brandon Spivey here, ladies and gentlemen, um, from the Markout Movie Podcast, giving my best performances of 2019. Aaron has already done his. I'm going to do mine. Possibly the last uh, review, uh, last podcast of 2019 um, for the Markout Movie Podcast. So let's get right into it. Number 15 for me, Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark slash Iron Man in Avengers Endgame. What a performance! Uh, what a memory this guy has left, uh, you know, for for Iron Man, for Tony Stark, for the MCU. Without him, there wouldn't be one, really. Uh, so, you know, his performance, not just in Endgame, but everything he's done. Uh, but I thought it was a great performance. Um, he made my top 15. Uh, so, there you go. I was moved by his performance in this. And I, I personally feel he'll make... Uh, if we do this again next year, I feel he'll make my top 15 next year with Doolittle. Uh, I think that's going to be a good movie and a good performance. Uh, but yeah, Robert Andrews, Tony Stark, and the Endgame was moving. Especially at the end. I am Iron Man. <laughs> nah. I, I, I just, I really, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed his performance. It moved me. Uh, number 14 for me, Daniel Craig. Uh, Benoit Blanc. Uh... Blank Blanc <laughs> from Knives Out. Such a good performance, as Aaron said. It was a character we didn't know we needed. <laughs> and it really was. He, he was really good in the movie. A lot of people were good in that movie. But Daniel Craig, I think, stood out. Uh, the actress uh, almost made my list as well. But I went with him. And he just nailed it. If you haven't seen Knives Out, go see it. Uh, before it leaves theaters. Because it's something. It's it's a good whodunit. It's a really good whodunit and a, a very interesting to tell the narrative. I, I'll say that. Number thirteen for my li- on my list for best performances is Taron Egerton as Elton John in Rocket Man. Oh, I I I, I love his performance in Rocket Man. Uh, I love the movie itself. Uh, it was such a good film. His performance was amazing. Uh, a lot of good numbers. If you're if you're a music fan, uh, really good film, really good film. Number twelve on my list, Brian Cranston, Philip Lacoste in The Upside. Um, you know, Brian uh, in this film uh, was pretty much paralyzed from the neck down. He was a bitter man because of his injury. He was in love with uh, Nicole Kidman's character, and they, it, it was such a good story. All three of them had a great, great performances. Uh, Brian had a great performance. Nicole Kidman was awesome. Uh, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, some love for Kevin Hart. He did excellent in that movie. I'm a big fan of Kevin's. Big fan. Uh, everyone says he does the same thing over and over again. They all do. You know, they're known for their, you know, their style and whatever. And uh, but Kevin Hart showed he had acting chops in that one. Number eleven for me, uh, Christian Bale as Ken Miles and Ford versus Ferrari. Uh man, I didn't want to put him at number eleven, but uh, man, he was he was really good. Uh, and maybe I'm being biased here, you know, some of my picks, but he was really good, and uh, he brought a lot to that movie. Uh, as did Matt Damon. As did. You know, those two guys brought a lot to the movie. But I I, I have to put Christian at number 11. Uh, great performance. Oscar-worthy performance. Uh, I mean, when Bell gets gets material to work with, and usually he does these days, um, he just nails it out of the park. And uh, 
it's a home run for him. But uh, number 10 for me, Matt Damon. Carol Shelby, Ford versus Ferrari. I liked Shelby better than Miles. But I'm, this is probably my favorite performance from Matt Damon. Uh, not a big Matt Damon fan. Uh, I watch his stuff, but I'm, I'm not like the huge Matt Damon fan. I was more Ben Affleck. Uh, but Chris, uh, Matt Damon, Christian Bell, as I said, they, they're... They strike gold together in that movie, uh, Ford vs. Ferrari, which is my favorite film of the year. Um, but yeah, I'm, Matt Damon as Shelby was uh, fantastic, hilarious, dramatic. All the, he, he brought, he brought it, and I, I appreciated his performance as a moviegoer. Uh, number nine for me is Brad Pitt. A little low on my list as Cliff Booth in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, really good performance, Oscar-worthy performance. Uh, I laughed at him. I, I cheered. Uh, he he was really awesome, uh, but you know I just felt I, I put DiCaprio a little bit ahead of him. Uh, I love DiCaprio's performance in that movie, but Brad Pitt was awesome. I I haven't really checked on who's getting nominated. Uh, I hope he is. I mean he deserves it. But moving on, number eight for me. Now this one is a. Uh, it's um her performance in this movie moved me. I think it would move anyone that saw it. Kathy Bates as Bobby Jewell and Richard Jewell. Uh she was amazing. Kathy Bates is always amazing, but she's she brings, you know, heart. Even though it's it's a lot of heart in this movie, but she brings more heart. A, a woman's you know, a mother's love um to it. Especially when her son is being accused of bombing, uh, become being a terrorist, pretty much. Uh, it, it, her performance is awesome. Uh, spectacular performance uh, from Kathy Bates. But you shouldn't expect anything less. I think she will win Best Supporting Actress at the Oscars if she's nominated. I, I, I have no doubts about that. She was really good. Really good. Deserves... Everything she gets. I mean, she's a very talented actress. Has been for decades. So, kudos to you, Kathy. You you made yeah as as a movie goer made me happy, you made me proud. You know, I loved your performance. Number seven for me. I'm gonna butcher the name. <laughs> Sarah Rice. I, I I don't know it. Uh, Rowan Rowan. I don't know her name. I, I Sarah Sarahus Rowan. I don't know. Uh, she plays Joe Marsh in Little Women and. She, when she's on screen, she commands the screen. Uh, I would not be surprised if she wins an Oscar for this performance. Uh, she was fantastic, and probably the main reason why I enjoyed Little Women as much as I did. She was awesome. So awesome. So glad I got to see this movie. Actually, I really am. I'm very proud that I got to see it. Uh, see her give her performance, because she's so much better than Winona Ryder in the role. Um so much better. Uh, but I'm, I'm moving on. Number six for me. Maybe it's a biased pick here, but it's 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 a pick nonetheless. Adam Sandler as Howard Ratner from Uncut Gems. You never seen Sandler like this. Never, never seen Sandler like this. Uh, uh-uh. nope, 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 nope. That's how he wins. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm I'm pulling for him to get nominated for an Oscar. I really am. Uh, I, I hope he does. He probably will get snubbed because he's Adam Sandler, but I'm hoping 
he doesn't, and he, he gets nominated, and he wins. Now, I'm not going to say his performance was the best of the year because he went up against really good talent, and you're going to these are heavy hitters for the most part in my top five, but Sandler nailed his role. Uh, I don't think you can see Sandler in the same light as you have before. I, I just don't. Uh, I really don't. Uh, anyway, number five for me, Leonardo DiCaprio as Rick Dalton in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, excellent performance. Uh, excellent movie. Um, it, you know, I, I love DiCaprio in this in this role. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing a sequel with Dalton and and Cliff Booth uh, down the road. Um, I know he doesn't do a lot of sequels unless it's Kill Bill. Uh, hey, let them show up and Kill Bill. I would go see if they show up and Kill Bill. I'm not a fan of Kill Bill, but I would go see that movie if they were in it. But DiCaprio was fantastic. Uh, I probably say it's probably one of my, f I would say top five favorite performances by him. Uh, I don't know what number one would be, but I would say this is probably Rick Dalton is is such a likable character. I mean, you you pull for this guy. He he's just, he struggles with his lines. He stutters. I mean, you just pull for him. I mean, I love Rick Dalton, man. I love him. Okay, number four, Tom Hanks, Fred Rogers, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Now, I honestly thought, after watching this, Tom Hanks probably be my number one. But, you know, I, I feel as good as he is, and I think he's the best actor ever, uh, I just feel for this year, there was a couple other guys slightly better. Slightly. Not a lot, but slightly. But him as Fred Rogers is magic. It's beautiful. It's, it is a beautiful day in the neighborhood when you're watching Tom Hanks as Fred Rogers. It's just, it's a beautiful thing to see. If you haven't seen it, you should go see it. Um, I, it just make you want to be a better person. It just makes you want to be better, you know? And, uh, but anyway, that's what, that's, that's my number four pick. Tom Hanks, number three for me. And, uh, is Al Pacino. Uh, it's Jimmy Hoffa and the Irishman. This is Al Pacino's best work uh, I would say in a decade. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of his films, but the ones I've seen, he it feels like he's, you know, uh, not really. He really doesn't care. You know, he's kind of bored. He just he's just saying the lines in his voice. You know, he, there's no emotion usually with him. But in this movie, there is. I mean, one of my favorite lines in the movie is "They wouldn't dare." I did. I butchered it, but you. you if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. They wouldn't dare. I keep saying dare. <laughs> I don't know why. But they wouldn't dare. You know, and, um, oh, man, he just has so many great lines, moments in The Irishman. For me, he's what makes the movies as good as it is. I love Pesci in the movie. I love De Niro. Of all three of them, I love De Niro the most. Pacino shines the most, in my opinion, in this film. Uh, he... He steals every scene he's in. Uh, it, it's good to see him work with De Niro again. Um, doesn't actually have any one-on-one -on -one scenes with um, Pesci, I don't believe. I, I, I don't recall ever seeing them one-on-one. -on -one. I think they only have one scene in the entire movie. Uh, but I think that's the introduction to, uh, to Jimmy Hoffa, I believe. Uh on the phone, um, but they're not technically in the same scene, so maybe they don't share any screen time at all. Uh, I'm not sure if they do or don't. 
I know they're in the same room at one point, but I don't know if they're in, if they're actually in this, you know, within five feet of, five feet apart. I don't know. Uh, but Al Pacino is amazing in this role uh, as Jimmy Alpha. Uh, I mean, the only movie I can think of that I saw about Jimmy Hoffa was called Hoffa, star Jack Nicholson. And love Jack. Jack's great. But he ain't Pacino. <laughs> not in this, he's not. Pacino just nailed it, and I loved it. Before. I loved this performance. Number two, in a shocker, I know a lot of people are going to be thinking this would be, be number one, as a big fan as I am of the character, but it's number two on my list. Joaquin Phoenix as Arthur Fleck in Joker. Now, he nailed it. Uh, a lot of people was like, no one's going to be able to beat uh, Heath Ledger. I'm not saying he beat it, but he he's equally as good, I would say. And it's it's more about mental illness. It's 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 it's, it's a very it's a character study, you know, performance, character, all that stuff, and he just nails it beyond belief i mean he he is fantastic but he's not my number one and uh there's a reason he's not number one uh but uh walking as author fleck is awesome it's a it's a it's a joy and a disturbing uh viewing of him becoming this character becoming this violent person that dresses up in as a clown becomes the Joker or does he become the Joker or is it all in his mind? You, you really don't know, you know, you, you don't know. Uh, but regardless of which, you know, is true. Uh, he, one of the best performances of the year, no doubt my number two. Now my number one, I didn't think this would be number one when I went and seen the movie. I thought, yeah, this guy's probably going to do a good job, but a lot of people don't even know who he is. And his name is Paul Walter Hauser. He plays Richard Jewell in Richard Jewell. And his performance, you know, um, feels very authentic, very real. And I just, when he's on screen, uh, the, the everything he goes through is heartbreaking, man. It's just so heartbreaking, everything he goes through. And I don't know how, honestly, I don't know how he overcame all that. Scrutiny, I don't know. Uh, the real person died like in 2007, I believe, of a heart disease, I think. Uh, and there's things in the movie that show he's having issues with his heart. I mean, I couldn't imagine that kind of stress. You know, what the media saying about you, the FBI watching you. I just couldn't imagine it. But Paul Walter Hauser uh, plays this character beautifully. He's, he's, he's magnificent in the role. Uh, he Everything... You would want to see in a role like this. Times it by five, man. He's just so good in the role. He's he's enjoyable to watch. Uh, he's he he think he looks at himself as a as a lawman himself. So he pays respect to the FBI, even though they're they make fun of him. I, it's just well, it was one of my favorite films to watch this year, but it was probably my favorite performance to see on screen. You know, the the journey this guy took of actually being a hero, then getting accused of being the terrorist. And just the way he performed his scenes with Sam Rockwell, with Kathy Bates, uh, it was it was beautifully done. Uh, Clint Eastwood, uh, if he's not nominated for Best Director, 
if he gets snubbed, there's something wrong. Which we know that so a lot of people don't get snubbed, but I just feel Eastwood should be nominated for best filmmaker, best director this year at the Oscars, and uh, that's how I feel about it. But Paul Walter Hauser uh, thought was gave the best performance of 2019. I know it's gonna shock. I know Aaron's gonna be whoa, wow, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone's probably knows me thinks oh Joaquin gonna get it. I mean that's that's a shoe in, but. It, I just, I just felt something watching this performance by Paul Walter Hauser as Richard Jewell. I just felt something. I felt something special, and this guy's something to look forward to. Now, as Aaron said in his Florence Pugh, I think I don't know who Florence from uh, from Fighting with My Family, Midsummer, Little Women. She's in Black Widow this year. I know that. She is an, a force to be reckoned with in Hollywood. She's going to be really good. And Paul Walter Hauser is going to be really good. Because uh, he was in Atanya as the the dumb one. <laughs> uh, which I didn't even realize that. Until he was on uh, like on Conan or something. Or talking about it. These roles he gets is kind of like him. <laughs> but, but Richard Jewell, man. It, at that performance was... I, I don't know. It's just... It was breathtaking to watch him uh, perform uh, under that kind of scrutiny, under that kind of pressure. I mean, this is a big film, and no one really knows who you are. You know, you all these other actors in this movie are well-known, and you're not. You know, and you're the lead here, and, and you shine above Kathy Bates, above Sam Rockwell. Uh, I mean... I mean, it, it was just a, it was a good time. It was it was fun to see. Um, I'm glad I went and seen it. Uh, much respect to this guy. He, he, I feel he truly gave the best performance of 2019. Uh, so that is my thoughts on the best performances. I know. What do y'all think? Uh, do you think who do you think do you think Joaquin gave the best performance of the year? Uh, do you think Pacino? Do you think Tom Hanks, DiCaprio, Pitt? I mean, Christian Bell, Matt Damon, Brian Cranston, uh, uh, some other names, um, from Aaron's list. I mean, I can't think of her name from the girl, the woman from us. She was on my list originally. I, I, I mean, I don't care for the movie at all, but she was fantastic in her role. Uh, I, I really wanted to put Kevin Costner in this, in this list. For his performance in Highwaymen, I, I really enjoyed his performance. I enjoyed Woody's performance as well, but they just didn't make it. Uh, There's a lot of good performances this year, a lot of good movies this year. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to 2020. I really am. It starts with The Grudge, and I can't wait to see that. But that's my thoughts on the best performances of 2019. I had fun doing this. Um, it, it was fun to go back and... You know, to remember some of these performances and to remember the, the heartbreaking, the emotion. These are really talented actors. I'm including Adam Sandler in here, too. Obviously, number six on my list. Very talented actors. And some of them we don't know, but you're going to know these people in the near future if you don't know them now. You will know them, and they are they're going to they're blow your socks off, man. They're really talented people. I, I want to see Adam Sandler in another role that's not like his normal goofy, you know, slapstick comedy roles. Um, you know, uh, 
I know he's doing Murder Mystery 2 for Netflix. Uh, I know that's coming soon. Uh, but I I really want to see him. I'd like to see him tackle a serial killer or something like that. Something, you know, so unlike Adam. <laughs> uh, but anyway, or a, a, a drug dealer or an, a, an addict of some sorts. Uh, maybe a sex addict, you know. Uh, I would love to see that. But anyway, that's been my thoughts on the best performances of 2019. It was a good year in film. Uh, pretty good year in television, I hear. I didn't see a lot, but a pretty good year. It was just a pretty good year overall. But anyway, that's my thoughts. I hope you all have a great New Year's. This is possibly the final uh, podcast of 2019 from the Mark Out Movie Podcast. So enjoy this uh you know this podcast. Uh, if you have, if you've missed episodes, go back and watch. Go back and listen. You know, enjoy it. But anyway, thank you for listening. And this is Brandon Spivey. And uh, special thanks to Aaron for uh, for doing this with me. Um, best performances. Uh, I, I it was awesome. But thank you all for listening and appreciate and just you know just thank you for uh, listening. You know, being part of this. Because without you, it can't happen. Without the viewers, it just doesn't happen. So we appreciate you. And uh, a lot of gratitude towards the listeners and viewers and everyone that supports us. So thank you very much. From the bottom of our heart, we are the Markout Movie Podcasters. Signing off, 2019.